It's Awards Monday. Locked on UCLA. We go over what UCLA football player can win a major national award and full surprise in the preseason All-Pac-12 selections. Let's get cooking for Locked on UCLA. You are Locked on UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, it's Zach Anderson, Yox Samer, your host, D1 play-by-play broadcaster and diehard UCLA fan as we bring you Locked On UCLA. Once again, thanks for making Locked On UCLA your first listen each and every day as it's a very, it's free on a variety of platforms wherever you get your podcasts. So let's get ready and rocking and rolling. UCLA's had plenty of preseason awards. Who's going to win them? Who are the guys getting nominated for the awards? Or who's already won an award this year? Let's get excited, Bruin fans. Get those hands in the air. Bruin, eight clap time, baby. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. U C L A. UCLA, fight, fight, fight. As we welcome you in to Locked On UCLA. Zach Anderson, Yox Simon with you guys. You can follow us on Twitter. That's my Twitter handle. Soon enough, we'll get the show Twitter up and running. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks for joining the YouTube channel, Locked On UCLA. Like, subscribe, comment. We love it all. Or you can just listen audio-wise, as we mentioned, free on any platform. Like, give ratings, give comments, what you like to hear, what you want to improve. We'll get all that cooking here on Locked on UCLA, specializing this show on the awards. Whether it's preseason awards, guys who have already won awards for UCLA football and Chip Kelly's squad. Focusing this first segment on DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, and Zach Charbonnet. Those are the two names that will get a large amount of the looks the accolades, and just a lot of the talk going into these first few football games before some maybe unsung heroes or some stars waiting to emerge in the first few weeks of the season. We're still pretty close to football season starting. Some games might start this week. UCLA, we have to wait a full almost two weeks until we get started at the Rose Bowl against Bowling Green on September 3rd. So leading things off, we'll start with the preseason Pac-12 selections. I know Pac-12 Media Days was at the end of July, but let's remind you of the Bruins who were nominated for the preseason Pac-12. On the first team, you have Zach Charbonnet, the only Bruin to be recognized on the first team all-Pac-12 preseason nominee list. Then on the second team, you have the Jake Bobos, the Darius Wassows, and then the honorable mentions, the DTRs, John Gaines the second. And Stefan Blaylock, you remember those two names, because those were the two Bruins in Stefan Blaylock and John Gaines II, who went to Media Days. And then DTR had to, at some sort, get nominated for a preseason Pac 12 selection. And that's not where the nomination stopped for Dorian Thompson Robinson and Zach Charbonnet. So there's so many awards. We're going to go over them, little laundry list, bit by bit for DTR. He was nominated along with Zach Charbonnet for the Maxwell Award which is given to the most outstanding player in college football annually. It was presented to college football players of the year all the way back in 1937. And it's in reference to Robert Tiny Maxwell, Tiny, his nickname. As This is a longtime award. I know it's not the Heisman, but still it's a nice award for both 
DTR and Zach Charbonnet to get listed to. In an earlier podcast episode, I went over with frequent guest Zach Handy from Fox Sports on what are the odds for these two to win the Heisman. We discussed back and forth the Maxwell Award, another preseason national accolade for Thompson Robinson and Charbonnet to just say, hey, expect them to make some plays. UCLA had one of the best, not just offenses in the Pac-12, but across the nation when they put up big numbers with those two along with the Britton Browns running the football and their elite presences on the outside with the former Kyle Phillips, now turned Tennessee Titan, and Greg Dolcich losing him to the NFL draft. They put up lots of numbers, and Chip Kelly expects that that happen yet again this year. So for Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the list doesn't stop there. You go with the Davey O'Brien National QB Award watch list. That's an, a watch list that is given to the top 35 quarterbacks around the nation who are returning to their teams or returning to play college football. And it's selected based on career player performance and expectations. And boy, oh boy, short, there's no shortage of expectations for the Bruins this season. And DTR, who's already in the top five of quite a few categories for UCLA and nothing short of passing yards and more. There's so many things DTR could climb up the career rankings of this year. But for Dorian Thompson-Robinson, we expect a big year as the Davey O'Brien National QB Award watch list. That's a big award to have listed with you, along with the Maxwell Award, honorable mention in the preseason Pac-12, and two more awards, including the Matting Award, which is another QB Award watch list, this time kind of highlighting the Mannings from the Elis, the Paytons, the Archie Mannings, all coming together. In a, in a QB award that accumulates all your season statistics, including your bowl games. So if UCLA gets to a good bowl game and DTR gets recognized, you might see them on that Manning Award semifinalist or finalist award come January when they announce that championship winning player just before the likes of the College Football National Championship game. Then you have the College Football Playoff Awards National Performer of the Year, DTR getting listed to both these awards earlier recently in either on a Monday, early in the week, or whenever you listen to the podcast, the Manning Award and the CFPA National Performer of the Year. So both of those, just more national awards. I know we love to talk about the Heisman, but when these quarterbacks or running backs or whatever UCLA Bruin get nominated to these national preseason award watch lists, it's nice to see that UCLA is getting some nice national awareness but they're not getting any top 25 nods. We've discussed that in previous episodes about how UCLA not in the coaches preseason top 25, not in the AP poll preseason top 25. And here's DTR, their quarterback, getting a lot of nods. I know preseason award watch lists don't mean much, but it is interesting to see how many Bruins get named to their specific position award watch lists, including Zach Charbonnet getting listed to the Doak Walker Award. For the nation's top running back, Charbonnet, he has to be on one of your shortlists for one of the best nation's running backs. Has to be. There's so many good running backs you'll see post gargantuan numbers throughout this college football season. And just big matchups, you know, just Goliath, David versus Goliath matchups where you have the underdog severely overwhelmed on the offensive line and running backs will have big games. Like Charbonnet is expected to have these first three non-conference games this year, maybe throughout the Pac-12. So look for Charbonnet to be one of those sneaky candidates early to put up big numbers. I know his coach, Deshaun Foster, has already mentioned 
We're not going to give him 40 carries a game and overuse him and abuse his workload before he goes off into what looks to be maybe a very promising NFL prospect career after UCLA or wherever he decides to finish his career at in terms of after football. For Charbonnet, the Doak Walker Award, that lists the nation's top running back. So we've gone over the preseason Pac-12, plenty of Bruins sprinkled throughout that list, and DTR and Zach Charbonnet, probably the two Bruins outside of Devin Moisau, who have been given a lot of preseason recognition. But this next segment coming up, we're going to talk about somebody, Chase Griffin, who, while he might not get the on-the-field accolades, his off-the-field stuff has just been tremendously successful for him. We'll talk about Chase Griffin coming up next after we give you some words from BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews of news and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports. We had some big fights over the weekend. Esports and even golf, like Rory McIlroy, how many times he'll throw a ball into the water from a remote-controlled ball. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. Once again, we thank you for making Locked On UCLA your first listen each and every day. But also make sure to tune into the ultimate college football preview. That's here, right here, right now. It's a seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Search for the Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm on that show. We're talking Pac-12. There's a specific usual conference-to-conference one. I'm listed in the segment with the two Arizona schools. And doesn't that kind of show the, the disrespect we got on that college football preview? UCLA not even in that preseason talk with the Oregons, Utahs, and SCs. And yes, that's where they've been grouped. Utah, SC, and Oregon, and then UCLA. Well, we get into that in that ultimate college football preview. So go check it out. You'll see me there giving my two cents with the Arizona schools of what we expect UCLA, ASU, and Arizona to go and how they do in their successful seasons. It's how the Pac-12 will do. Go check it out. The ultimate college football preview. While we give you this preview to this 2022 season for UCLA. And I want to highlight one guy. I teased this a little bit before. But Chase Griffin, he is someone who's come in unheralded sometimes, especially when Dorian Thompson Robinson was hurt. Hasn't gotten much love lately when it comes to him being the backup or being the next in command. Ethan Garbers has had that name thrown around. But DTR, this is all about his final campaign of being the starting UCLA quarterback. But now going on to the thing about Chase Griffin. Chase Griffin has been just a phenomenal human being for this UCLA football team being named to the preseason All-State AFCA Good Works team. He was nominated, and it's you're selected for that type of award after displaying exemplary community service, academic dedication, and impact on and off the field. So that's an award 
he was nominated for Chase Griffin. And I believe Tim Tebow is someone who is a part of that committee. They were put on the release when Chase Griffin was nominated for this award, that this is a high level award to be put on this good works team. And Chase Griffin, the accolades don't stop there. The NIL Male Athlete of the Year Award. Chase Griffin won it back in June of 2022, earlier this year. And that was at the first ever NIL Summit. We see now the the name, image, likeness, a lot of things being tied in with all these athletes, whether it's the the DeColdis Crawford and that becoming one of the most watched commercials. You can see guys make a lot of money, whether it's QBs no longer playing with their teams, but they still have their NIL deals, whether it's Chip Kelly's comments about it can't be exactly for their play. They have to do something for it. Or if you see recently St. John Bosco, the high school, they got an NIL deal that's available for all their players on their varsity roster for the Braves locally in Belfar, California, one of the top teams in the country high school-wise. But for Chase Griffin, he earned it for doing so much stuff off the field. They had a male athlete and a female athlete. The female athlete actually also from the Pac-12, Sedona Prince from Oregon. Chase Griffin winning this award. That just shows how much he's done off the field. He has his hashtag, it's believe. I forget what exactly how it's spelled because it isn't spelled or typed in as it's looked and how it sounds. Believe that's his main hashtag for the likes of Chase Griffin. And one other award, the Werfel Trophy, which is known as college football's premier award for community service. And there's nothing more than Chase Griffin can do when it comes to being just an important person to the community. As Griffin's done so many things for the community, I'm just trying to bring it up here just to list off some things. He's been a fall academic honor roll list. He's been winners of the Chancellor's Leadership Award. He's just done so many things, like having community service endeavors, such as working with the Los Angeles Regional Food Bank, holiday events, after-school all-star events. That doesn't limit and minimize the impact he's had and worked with the local LA unified school districts. So I would say Chase Griffin would be an early, early preseason guy to maybe win some impactful awards for UCLA for his stuff off the field. And in previous episodes, a lot of pullback to previous episodes, UCLA gave a lot, a lot of love to some scholarship guys recently, former walk-ons like the Shea Pitts, Hudson Habermills. They've done their fair share of off-the-field community service work, but somehow Chase Griffin has gone above and beyond on top of already graduating. He's in a graduate program, dealing with the stresses of being a Power 5 D1 athlete and doing so much off-the-field, being named to three award watch lists or winning award, like the NIL Male Athlete of the Year, NIL Award Watch List winner as he has just been so important for UCLA off the field. Got to give him his credit as UCLA is just thankful to have him. And a lot of these athletes do do their due diligence in putting work off the field and helping and giving back to the community. It's just Chase Griffin who's gone above and beyond of doing that. When we come back in terms of looking at this list, we'll talk about more. If you're listening audio-wise after some words from our sponsors, 
So many awards still to get to on the preseason award watch list show for Locked On UCLA. We're going to go in rapid fire fashion of guys who I think could very well be semifinalists finalists for these awards. And we'll start with none other than the Duke transfer himself, Jake Bobo, for the Litnikoff Award watch list. That's the most outstanding receiver award. Jake Bobo, who won the best receiver for Duke, the Clarkston Hines Award. Jake Bobo listed to that preseason award watch list. He's expected to be that elite outside threat for UCLA. I think it should be all fair and square that he will get an end-of-season nod towards the semifinals, midseason awards. If DTR and UCLA are clicking and having a good season, Jake Bobo should expect to be watched heavily for this Oblitnikov Award watch list. John Mackey Award, we've mentioned this guy's name before. Michael Ezeke, UCLA looking to fill a hole at tight end. Ezeke, as been mentioned repeatedly before in this podcast, that's for the college football's best tight end, the John Mackey Award. So look for him, maybe not to win such a prestigious award as the nation's best tight end. Great for him in Ezeke to be recognized. Another one of these longtime Bruins on this very veteran roster. But for Ezeke, he's looking to have an impact and give UCLA some very, very big downs, some good snaps as a tight end, whether it's focusing on the blocking aspect with UCLA losing Mike Martinez, giving them a receiving threat with Greg Dulcich no longer with the Bruins after going to the NFL draft, as previously mentioned. So Ezekiel would love, 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 love to have an impactful season and great to see him getting national recognition. We'll see if that's how his season plays out. But Ezekiel would love to just simply have a good season and UCLA needs him to have a good season. He doesn't have to go crazy with the numbers, but if he has a good season, whether it's doing his assignment, filling his role, the Bruins will be better off for it in a very full tight end room looking to fill two gigantic holes from a blocking threat and a receiving threat, both no longer with the program. After the Butkus Trophy, you had the Hornung Award with Kaz Allen, the most versatile college football player. Kaz Allen now listed as a receiver, according to Chip Kelly, the former running back. He's been with the Bruins for quite some time. Allen, some elite speed, a returner, a receiver, a running back, could be that change of pace back, that kind of stereotypical Oregon running back under Chip Kelly's previous college coaching days where it's just some elite speed to give him the ball. He finds a hole and it's an 80 yard touchdown and nobody touched him or it's a hundred yard kickoff return touchdown for Cads Allen, or it could be a receiving threat. As you remember that SC game, he had three touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns of 45 yards or longer, a 45 yard catch for a TD and a 58 yard reception. None more bigger though than his hundred yard kickoff return for a score against the Trojans out in the Coliseum last year in that 62-33 victory over the Trojans. So watch Kaz Allen to be an important part of that Hornung Award watch list for just being a dynamic threat on the outside. Another award we maybe have skipped over here, Butkus Award, the top linebacking award. Two Bruins listed to that, Carl Jones Jr. and Darius Mwasau. Mwasau, the transfer from Hawaii, the first team all Mountain Wester, who was already listed on that preseason Pac-12 list as a second-teamer, Carl Jones Jr., who had the second-most tackles for loss yardage for negative plays and yardage lost by their opponents last year. Jones Jr., who played in all 12 games for the Bruins and was also a special teamer looking to have an impactful role. 
see all those videos of Ken Norton Jr. working with the linebackers on social media. So these two expect to be an important role with the Butt Kiss Award watch winner, watch list guys as the top linebackers. Patrick Madeley, the best long snapper. They're saying, all right, Jack Lander the fourth. Let's give him some nods. And yes, are there awards for every position? Certainly. But when your long snapper is getting acknowledged, great to see him acknowledge Jack Lander the fourth. Hopefully, and it's a very underrated aspect. Special teams, your long snapper. How many times do you see in college football? It's not just the kicker. It's the holder and the long snapper. And while there's all these jokes of UCLA going to the Big Ten and all oh, those cold winds, those wintry surfaces, or even the cold surfaces like UCLA, maybe they might see in Colorado, probably not in early September. But with all these important games maybe coming later in the season and some environments that aren't conducive to simple gameplay when weather becomes a factor, your long snapper, a very important part of the game, and Jack Lander the fourth, looking to be the best long snapper in the nation. We'll see if he wins it. The Campbell Tyler Rose Award trophy goes to the guy who is the best player from Texas. He's either born, played at a Texas high school. He was either a transfer from a JUCO in Texas. And it's Cam Brown, who was from Texas, who had a big game last year against Fresno State. He's listed as an award watch list guy. So watch for Cam Brown to have an immediate impact as maybe a, a second receiving outlet for UCLA. He was listed to one of those initial awards early in this preseason. So it's the Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award, a lengthy name, a mouthful to say the least. It has along with these awards I've been twisting and tripping over all show long. But Cam Brown, player from Texas, look for him to maybe have some impact. And who knows? There's so many important players from Texas. We love to talk about California football, Texas. They play their big football too. And we'll see if Cam Brown can have an impact with Kaz Allen maybe getting some looks and Jake Bobo watch Brown to get some extra key touchdowns in crucial situations this year and last but not least for the UCLA preseason national award watch lists or preseason Pac-12s there are all these awards it's the Polynesian player of the year there's five Bruins who are listed to it Ale Kaho, Darius Muasau, Siale Tapaki Jay Tioa and Siale Tapaki, I already mentioned him, and Ateneo Mafi, as those are the five names listed. And Mafi having a nice story. He's been listed recently in the LA Times and stories from Chip Kelly saying how much he's lost of his weight, trimming down, slimming his body, and becoming more of an elite college football player at the Power Five level. Look for Mafi to maybe have an early impact. Mwasau moving to a power five, might get more looks. Kaho, the offensive lineman, Taupaki, and Toia. Those are guys, all guys, who are looking to win the Polynesian Player of the Year Award, an award that pretty much speaks for itself. So that is the all the awards that the Bruins have been listed in the preseason to be looked out for. UCLA, there's all these, look at all these guys. I spent a whole show just talking about guys who have been listed to all these preseason national awards or the Polynesian Player of the Year Award, and UCLA can maybe barely garner a couple of votes in the preseason top 25s from USA Today and the AP polls. And they have the games where they can accumulate the stats that normally catch the voters' eye early and have the three games in the middle of their season or at the end against SC. 
where UCLA can really win those three games. And a lot of these guys will be up for awards late. It won't just be the SECs and the Big Tens, as UCLA will eventually get to the Big Ten. But for one last year, they can, and one more year after that, enjoy the Pac-12 season. And if they can enjoy the fruits of victory, then many of these guys can enjoy the fruits of an exciting 2022 football season, whether it's on the field, off the field, or just simply all the hype surrounding the UCLA football team this year. Eight home games. That's plenty of home games to do some damage with the non-conference schedule they have, the Pac-12 schedule they have to have a dream season and get a lot of guys from awards, trophies, and help them improve the pro their pro stocks or just simply have a great life after UCLA football. This has been Locked On UCLA. Thanks for tuning in to this show. We'll talk about more UCLA football soon enough. We'll have our home opener preview against Bowling Green. So many things to come and exciting things with college athletics already technically started and college football just around the corner. Get your hands up, Bruin fans. It's time for their eight clap. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. U C L A. U C L A. Fight, fight, fight. Go make Locked On Pack 12 with Spencer McLaughlin your second listen. He's got a great show for you guys as well. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go Bruins!